Welcome to the hottest wellness podcast. I've got time. I'm Cherry Galore. And I'm Shakayla. Here we discuss personal growth, relationships, and how to embody the Be Better lifestyle. Hey, lady. It's a song. Which song are you going for? It's an old song. I don't even know who's singing it. Ah. I like, I know I heard it like in the wood or something, you know, when they be at that dance and before they play, start playing Luther Vandross, but they like, the song be like, hey lady, uh, girl, don't get me. <laughs> Sometimes I don't be knowing names of stuff or people. I just like, know I mean, what that's I know. normal. I was just, I couldn't, I can't place like, maybe I'll find it later. I feel like, hey ladies in so many songs. But just like that. I mean, I guess all my friends be talking about how I be so off key that they don't even know what song it is I'm singing. That's awful. I feel like I'm starting to be a better singer now. You are. My confidence coming back. Love that for you. Me too. How you feeling? I'm a little sleepy, but I feel cute, so. Why are you so tired? I don't know. I guess just the whole waking up mad early and staying up versus mm-hmm. waking up and then going back to sleep. Yeah. That's true. I'm going to have to figure that out. How you feeling? I feel all right. I feel still like I got a coat. That's kind of lame, but I have a new perspective on it. I feel like it's just, uh, you know how I am. Everything's connected. It's like, mm-hmm. it's not just a physical cold. It's like. I'm being detoxed spiritually, so yeah, I'm doing all right, you know, can't complain too much. Well, you look good, you sound good, so there's that. Thank you. You look good, too. I like your hair. Thanks. I love when Cherry first do her hair. After that, I'm a slut. Don't be a slut. What if it's for you? (laughs) (laughs) What does that even mean? You know what it means, girl. Okay, well, I guess we can slide into the affirmation of the week. We hope mm-hmm. that you guys are all doing good and um, that you're going to have a great week because you said so. Heck yeah. Do you want to share the affirmation of the week with the girls? The affirmation of the week is... I be having a drum roll in my head. Unless you're going to add a drum roll to the episode. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to do the drum now? It's, it's cool. It's okay. cool. <clears throat> I am the creator of my reality. Per. Period. Yes. This week on the podcast, we are talking about manifestation And I feel like this is the most simple affirmation that really makes, it gives you back your power. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We say it all the time, but like, we really think that everything is so much bigger than us. And like, everything that's happening to us is out of our control and we couldn't change things if we wanted to. But that's not the truth, man. Like, you really have the power within you. You're like one decision away from living the life that you want to live. You're a healthy, you know, coping mechanism away from being consistent enough to create your reality. It's all up to you and, like, 
what it is that you choose to do on a daily basis and understanding that like you are the creator create that reality my nigga have you always felt like you could create your reality no i definitely didn't always feel like that i used to be a huge negative nancy though so this person who i am now is like not who i used to be you know what i mean yeah um, and that's through experience because like I've said before on the podcast, I grew up having a really hard life. I grew up, you know, in really bad financial situation. I grew up in a home where we was moving around constantly. And, um, I also had experiences in my childhood and just like growing up with my peers, which were not good. So I had the lowest amount of confidence in myself and really in the universe for a long time. I was manifesting more negativity into my reality because I was such a Debbie Downer. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I was just expecting bad things to happen because bad things always happen. But I also wasn't like being intentional about the good things that I wanted to happen either. I was just sitting back and letting life, life, you know. Jeez, I'm sorry, baby. It's all good in the hood, you know. I had to be there so that I can be here. Although, I mean, there's something to be said for people who have to go through the struggle. It's like what they say, like the chosen ones, you know, God give his battles to his toughest soldiers. I don't necessarily like, I'm not going to say I don't believe that because there's some truth to it. But the thing is that when we're all facing like different problems in our realities, no matter how extreme or minimal it is, it's something that you need to go through so that you can come out a better version of yourself. And it just depends on the type of person you are or even like on some past life shit, what karma that you brought into your current reality that, you know, is creating these circumstances. Like, mm-hmm. past life is so fucking... It just blows your mind. Yeah. The more I learn about my different past lives, the more this will make sense. But you have to be extremely grounded before you start to do like past life work because you could start to feel like, well, I mean, I was a motherfucking king in my past life. What am I doing with this piece of shit? You know, you could start feeling like not present or grateful for what's going on now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you got, it, you got to be ready to be able to receive the I guess the good from it you Mm -hmm. know yeah so how do you feel about manifestation and just in in general creating your reality do you feel like a creator do you feel like God um sometimes Mm -hmm. sometimes I feel like I'm really in control even when I'm not in control like something bad could be happening and it's like yeah but I'm in my fucking car like I'm in traffic but I got music to listen to and Mm -hmm. you know I'm saying I'm having a good ass day I don't know what these people next to me feeling like but I'm gonna sit in this traffic and I'm gonna jam out you know Mm -hmm. I wanna I'm not sure if I was really negative prior to, like, having more knowledge about manifesting. Mm -hmm. Just because it's kind of always been present in my life. 
like going to church and stuff, they would always talk about like speaking stuff into existence and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it was always in my mind that I could create the kind of life I wanted. It's just the outside stuff, like meeting expectations of other people mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. There's so many layers to manifestation. Like it gets real deep. And the thing is that I think it should get deep because it depends on how it is that you perceive your current reality. And if you can honestly say to myself, I feel shitty about my current reality, then that means that you have some healing that you need to do. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we hold on to all this baggage or like past experiences that we had and we continue to let them tell our story and dictate who we who it is that we're choosing to be and stuff like that. And it is a lot of it is based in trauma. So like someone who grew up in a stable environment and had like the things that they needed as far as finances or, you know, it wasn't a big deal. Their mom wasn't ever like, no, you can't get that. I don't have the money. Or they wasn't like eating air for bre- for dinner. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Their journey in manifestation is going to be a lot different than somebody who has had those experiences where life was really hard for them because the mindset is not there. Mm-hmm. And when you don't didn't grow up having that mindset instilled in you, like your mama telling you, you can do whatever you want to do. You know, you can reach the stars. Whatever you want to try, let's try it. Like, it makes a huge difference having that environment in your formidable years that teaches you just to have the mindset. Like, my kids is manifestors before they even realized it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're always speaking things into existence. And it's simply because we give them the opportunity to believe that they can do it. Yeah. Um, I try my best. It's difficult because sometimes, you know, kids be on that shit. But mm-hmm. I try my best to like encourage them in any for in any way, in any reason, like, you know. Yeah. It it's really important. So if you're somebody who has had a lot of difficulties in life, if you have that trauma that has not been resolved, you it's gonna be more in difficult to like get that mindset so that you really can will stuff into your reality. Because at and the truth is you don't believe it. Yeah. We talked about this recently because we were talking about the podcast and I decided like, okay, I'm about to be all into the podcast because I'm taking a break from my business and like, we need to really go full force with it. But I told Cherry, like, I need you to be in this space with me because we're manifesting this together. And I really didn't feel like you believed it. Like, Mm-hmm. Not that I don't think that you believe that our podcast would be successful. I don't believe that you believe that you deserve the success. And Two this is another. Um, I'm I'm sorry. I mean, feel free to chime in on me. It's not like I don't have things. I have a lot of confidence issues, but it's just certain things that I've worked on that you haven't, and certain mm-hmm. things that just come naturally to you that I ain't got. You know. I feel like our relationship is really balanced because of that. Like, I've got theater, you know. <laughs> I do not want that. <laughs> I don't want it. It's Unless, so fulfilling. Do they got popcorn? Is it snacks there? Yeah. Okay. And there's, there's always an intermission if it's mad long, you know. You can get more snacks. 
All right. We could talk about it. I just feel like you have Shayla for this. Well, she loves she's it too. Too far now, so I hear what you're saying, but sisters unite. You know, Shayla, if you're listening to this, let's take, go take... see Anastasia on Broadway. Oh, it is coming up. See, now that I wouldn't mind seeing it because I already have a natural interest to it. Yeah. Let me wow. get nerves. Anastasia would be great to see on Broadway. Why is wintertime like Broadway season? Maybe so people can wear those fancy outfits. Do people wear fancy outfits to Broadway or that's like not a thing? I mean, I mean, yes and no. There are people that still get dressed up or at least do like business cash. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's dark in there. You ain't got to be dressed up for real. Mm-hmm. I'm like, in my mind, I'm just thinking about like some Bridgerton shit, like fur coat. Going to a ther- the theater with my little mask on. I got feel like crazy hair. Opera. I mean, it's all theater though, ain't it? But it's different. Going to see a Broadway play, it's like, oh, it's just a cool, fun thing. We actually came here and we want to see this. <laughs> I'm here with my friends. Opera is like, a little more sophisticated. Oh, okay. You got people singing in different languages. The ticket prices are probably higher depending on the opera and who's mm. singing because everybody ain't got it yet. And then you got the different... People take, like, binoculars to go see opera shows if they sit far away so they can see. Mm. Like, it's, it's opera serious. gets serious. Okay. Totally had the wrong idea. All right, I'm down to see a theater show, I guess, then. Yeah. That's why you got to be educated. It's like, I think I have, like, a really closed mind about that. I don't know why. I mean, because people think about, I don't know. It's giving white people stuff. That's what it is. And I'm normally not even that girl because I like a lot of, I guess, alternative stuff when it comes to being a black woman. You know what I mean? Like, I love anime. I love, you know, Latin music. I love all kind of shit that's not black. Yeah. But like we said, if you do enough research, you'll find that most things actually was started by a black person. Yeah. And I mean, like plays and theater and stuff, it is very, a very specific genre of black people that like thoroughly enjoy it. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you know, we in there. Okay. Well, back to the original topic. (laughs) Um, I think I really got more into manifesting and like, well, I started really understanding it in like maybe 2014, 20, 20, I'll say 2014, 2015, mm-hmm. 2014, 2015 was rough. 2014, I think that was when I read that book that I keep bringing up, <laughs> Purpose Driven Life, mm-hmm. and it was like, Kind of just reinforcing the whole, hey, you know, if you think about this this way, then it won't be so bad. Yeah. You know? It's really hard to say that to somebody that really is going through a real difficult life in the physical reality. And that's why it has to be the mindset. Like, there's nothing that I can emphasize more on when it comes to manifestation outside of healing 
mm-hmm. which I feel like those two things are connected because once you heal whatever issues that you have or, you know, the things that you're holding on that your ego just feel like whatever it has to be, this is what it is. This is like you're believing whatever it is so hard that you just can't even believe nothing else for yourself. You just got to really do the work, like for real. Um, And I think manifestation too, like for me, I'm like a little bit secretive when it comes to manifesting because I also believe like then when you tell everybody, it kind of opens up to their energy also pouring into your manifestation. Mm -hmm. So you might be feeling like, oh, I got this. I'm excited. I can do this, blah, blah, blah. And then you tell three of your friends, but all of them is some negative Nancy's. And they Mm -hmm. low-key praying on your downfall. And not to say that in like a spiteful way because people be praying on your downfall and it's not really intentional. Mm -hmm. It's just out of a crabs in a barrel mentality. I was, you said that earlier when you were talking, I was thinking about how parents will say like, you can do anything. I believe in you. I support you. Mm -hmm. But when it's not what they think your life or any life should be, they start like questioning it and all this other stuff. Do you think that that impacts the universe as far as doing what you're intending to do with your life? I think if anything that makes your manifestation stronger because you're being authentic to yourself, I seen this video the other day and it really like resonated with me. It actually really comforted me because like what we were talking about on last week's episode and I talked a little bit about like my relationship with my father and just parents in general, how we like grieve those relationships a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, It's that sometimes that's part of your journey is that you're supposed to have this like rocky relationship with your parents like because if you were totally immersed in that environment of parents who wasn't going to be supportive of what you was going to do, it was going to fuck up your purpose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, imagine who would I be if I didn't leave home at 17 and I stayed in a homophobic environment. I still might have that same self-hate for myself. I probably wouldn't be in a relationship with you. I'd probably be still stuck in my marriage, ready to kill myself. Like, mm, trigger warning but like dead ass you know what I mean and that's what we have to understand like if it was for you it would be for you and like it's okay to grieve and be sad that it's not yours but at the same time feel empowered that you have the strength to do it alone and even if you feel like you're not getting that strength from your family you can get it from your chosen family you can get it from your friends your tribe And know that your spirit team is always, like, behind you. Like, I have so many conversations a week just with myself, like, with my higher self. Like, girl, so, like, help me out because I am struggling back here. Like, (laughs) (laughs) can you send me a few gems, you know what I'm saying? And you have to be willing to have those hard conversations with yourself. Like, that's why I said, like, manifestation can get real deep, like. In order for me to get to this place where I totally believe that I could have any and everything, I had to figure out why I believed that I did couldn't. 
Mm-hmm. And a lot of that looked like mm, relationships with other people who put me down. And I became that energy. A lot of it looked like people making me feel bad for wanting to do so many things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's a lot to it, you know? Is there some ways that you, like, manifest? Like, could you give some, I guess, examples on what you do? Do you care to share? Yeah. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mentioned my manifest journal last episode. Um, I want to say that's my newest um, manifesty thing that I've added to my arsenal. Mm Mm-hmm. It really works out for me because it to me it's like it's kind of like doing affirmations and like writing a spell mm-hmm. at the same time so like it's really working double time yeah like of course as long as I do the action needed yeah to make it happen but like there's that you know writing it down and when I write I always write in the present tense like I'll say I am or it's mostly a bunch of I am sentences mm-hmm. I'm like I have or even um, I include other people sometimes in there if I fuck with you like that so it might be like my kids are happy my kids are healthy you know mm-hmm. stuff like that yeah that's real cool um I used to go crazy with manifestation, like, obviously, because I have a whole YouTube channel that really is about manifestation. It just got deep, you know? Mm-hmm. But I used to do so much stuff thinking it was going to, like, bring all this shit into my reality. Like, I used to be doing candle work. I used to do a lot of scripting. That's, like, what you say is writing it down. Um... I used to do a lot of ritual work and now I'm just like very basic with it. Like the one thing that I do a lot more than anything is ground myself, whether that is through meditation, whether that is being in nature, having those conversations with myself. Um, But another thing that I do is cleanse very often, Mm -hmm. whether that is like through a shower or using like um, sage or palo or whatever crystal that I'm wearing that week, like I cleanse a lot because what I'm doing is I'm setting my vibration to where I need it to be for my manifestations to come in. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it's, I feel more empowered by being present in my reality than focusing on what I want to happen in the future. Mm-hmm. And that has helped me to be more consistent when I'm ready to do do that, you know what I'm saying? To put that yeah. energy into things. And it also just helps me be more creative because I'm not like, I guess, like having anxiety or stress about what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel that. Like, for me, a manifestation is more practical than it used to be. Yeah. It's interesting. But if you do want, like, hella random tips on how to manifest, definitely check out my YouTube channel, Manifesting with Karmic Psycho. Yeah. You guys should subscribe because I am trying to get monetized out here. And I've been on a YouTube journey for a very long time. I would love to be monetized. You deserve. I do. Yes, I do. 
Um, I mean, and I talk about all kinds of stuff, like using sex to manifest. You can manifest through speaking things into existence, like you said. You can manifest in a group. I've manifested a lot of things with my friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I remember just doing a blank space with Bianca and Shani when we would be doing, like, ritual work together and stuff. Like, it's very powerful to put that energy together. You know what I'm saying? In in the right Um. space because... You can't be doing a group manifestation project and the only one being doing the real work. You know what I mean? Yeah. So be careful with that because everybody ain't somebody you could do a group ritual with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's so much that I talk about, but there there's a lot to it. How important do you think it is to like surround yourself with people that are, I guess, on the same wavelength? Like people that believe in creating their own life and stuff. I feel like it's definitely top two. Outside of the mindset will be one and the second one will be your environment. And it's not always just about the people. Sometimes it's like your actual real environment. Like is it bringing down your vibration? And um, it depends on what kind of person you are. Are you somebody that's really strong-willed where you could be around a bunch of negative people and it still won't affect you at all? You'll be like, girl, okay, but I'm still going to do it and then do what you do. Or are you the type of person where, you know, if somebody tell you, I mean, I don't really think it's that good and then it fucks you up. I am the second version, so I have learned to stop communicating with people who make me feel bad or less than um when i decide to share whatever i'm doing with them and it's not easy but it has to be done if you are not the type of person i recommend just going ahead and getting rid of anybody that makes you feel bad or makes you feel like invalidated when you express your feelings or just makes you feel like what you're doing is stupid or not valuable because if you're not affected right now, it's only going to be over time. And like I said, their energy is going into your manifestation. And on top of that, the energy that you're giving to a conversation where somebody is shitting on you the whole time, you really could have been putting that into whatever it is you're trying to manifest. Right. So, yeah, I definitely think that's important. Do you Have you had, like, any experiences where you feel like rather you had people in your life that was helping you, I guess, have that mindset or I guess the latter not helping yes I feel like you know as awful as um, my past relationship was I feel like I learned a lot about like really believing in myself and what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Like, there was a lot of talk and a lot of reading about that that started my journey of, like, you know what? I'm going to just do the stuff that I actually want to do and hope that I can live off of it. Mm -hmm. What was the question? (laughs) I feel like that was my intro, but then I forgot the main part. Just basically, if you've had any experience where it was like one or the other, somebody really you feel like making helping you to 
improve that mindset or somebody that was putting you into that negative space where it was impossible to have that um, manifestation mindset? Yeah. Um, I think growing up, it was more people not really believing that I could even do what I wanted to do. I always wanted to be a music producer. That was like my goal. Everybody knew. Well, everybody that I talked to yeah. knew. So there was a lot of doubt about that even being a career. Mm-hmm. There was doubt that I could do it because I was a girl. That's annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It was just a lot of doubt around just, girl, you can't do that. Stop playing. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know how to make no beats. You don't know nothing about no music or nothing. It was just like, I actually do, but maybe you're right. Yeah. I still pursued it, but I think the whole time the doubt was always stronger than the belief. Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes it feels like just this looming feeling of even though you're putting in the work, it, it's not going to go anywhere. And that really sucks to have that feeling, especially when you know it's from an outside source. Yeah. But like, like it got inside though because it was happening like so much. Or I just started to believe that, you know, maybe this shit just, maybe I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that leaked into other areas of my life, like other stuff that I started doing, like even with photography. It's like, but can this really or things aren't really going the way mm-hmm. I want them to so maybe this isn't it turned into maybe I can't do it so maybe this isn't for me which I feel like is a slippery slope yeah I understand that and I think it's important to be like I don't know in tune with yourself to see like what's really happening are you being influenced negatively or are you just having acceptance? Mm-hmm. I was doing uh, my reading today for the week. And in one of the card piles, because I did like a pick a deck, mm-hmm. I was saying how Wild Weiss is trying to lose my mind so fast. I was saying how I thought about like how people be like trying to pursue rap for like 30 years. Mm-hmm. And they still haven't got one. They don't have no buzz or nothing like that. And it's like, you might enjoy being a rapper, but that might not be the purpose that God has for you for your life. Right. And that's a very real thing. And sometimes we have to come to a moment of acceptance that something really isn't for us. And that doesn't mean that we failed. It doesn't mean that it wasn't worth doing because at the same time, you're basically becoming a jack of all trades. Mm -hmm. And what the saying goes is of jack of all trades is a master of none, but sometimes better than a master of one. Mm -hmm. And what that really means is, okay, this guy might be the best music producer in the world, but I am a great music producer. I'm also a great audio engineer. I'm also a great writer. I'm also a good photographer, you know, and you have all these skills that you can choose from at any given moment or even use collectively towards a purpose. And sometimes we get stuck in a 
a small piece of our purpose that is supposed to fulfill a big part of our dream that Mm -hmm. we don't know we have yet. You know what I mean? Sometimes like the universe or God, whatever you believe in, is only giving you little bite sizes because you can't handle the whole thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's almost ridiculous to me how we set like a five-year goal because it's nice to have like some things planned in place, but you just don't know what's going to occur in your life that's going to totally change in the five years from you to not want those same things. Like I used to shit on myself and this was only because somebody I was in a relationship made me feel really bad for trying a bunch of different things or seeing what I wanted to do. Like at one point I had went to school for accounting and then I went to school for pharmacy tech. Um, and then I went wanted to do makeup. So I went to school for aesthetics and he was just like, you need to make up your mind. You need to figure out what you want to do. And even like when I started my own business as an esthetician and I started transitioning to spiritual coaching, it was like a part of me felt like a failure, you know what I'm saying? Or that Mm -hmm. I was just like giving up on stuff. But the truth is I was building my skills. Mm -hmm. Now I have all these skills available to me. I am so talented. And like, that's what we mean by shifting your perspective. So you could think, on one side, damn, I keep giving up on everything. I didn't try 10 different careers. I still don't know what I want to do yet. Or you could think I'm being prepared for something greater than I can even actually imagine right now. And to me, that's like the real magic of manifestation of you just like going with the flow, going into ease of where like, you know, God is directing you. Like when this big picture comes together for me, like a while ago, I had this dream years ago and it was like a puzzle piece Mm -hmm. and it was like this one piece was missing. Like I watched all of the puzzles coming together, all the pieces Mm -hmm. and then the one piece missing. And I feel like it was an analogy for something like me feeling like there's something missing. But as long as you're present in what you're supposed to be doing right now, you won't feel like something is missing. It's like, actually everything is perfect the way that it's supposed to be right now and when it's not supposed to be this way then it will be a change and if I don't want it to be this way then I have the power within me to create that change you know what I'm saying like the mindset is super important I really like this conversation this is a good conversation (laughs) Did I talk about the vibrational scare of consciousness on the podcast before? I feel like I did. Uh, maybe, but let's get a refresher. What okay. you talk about? So, vibrational scale of consciousness is like this pyramid, and at the top of the pyramid is basically, um, well, it's upside down. Let me just go ahead and if I'm giving y'all a visual okay, image. Okay, so pyramid is upside down. Right. The the narrowest part of the triangle is going to be at the bottom, and the widest part of the triangle is at the top. And this is your mindset, okay? When Mm -hmm. you are ascended, when you are at the best version of yourself, when your vibration is the highest, your mind is going to be totally open and expanded, which is going to create your reality, which is going to allow you to manifest the things that you want. And at the top of the scale is like enlightenment. But at the very bottom of the scale is like all these emotions or vibrations that are considered low Mm -hmm. and it's not low because we're not supposed to have them it's low because you're supposed to feel it and move through it if i feel sad (laughs) i'm not supposed to feel sad all week 
I'm supposed mm-hmm. to feel sad for whatever the moment is. I got to be present in that emotion. Like, okay, why do I feel sad? Why did this impact me this way? How can I feel, not feel like this again? And then I'm supposed to move back up to enlightenment. You know what I'm saying? Like be yeah. ready to learn and ready to receive. And there's so many different emotions. It's like shame, guilt is one of them, you know, and then it goes up to like acceptance. It's like once you get to the middle of it, it starts to feel like, okay, love. Now I'm on a vibration of love. Now I'm on a vibration of peace. And then when you get to that enlightened state, it's like you know what it feels like to be on those low vibrations where you're stuck at them. Mm -hmm. And then you know what it feels like to feel good and to feel free and like anything is possible. So it's almost like, you know, addictive. I never... I would rather feel this enlightened vibration than to feel this low vibration. So now that I'm addicted to feeling enlightened, I'm not going to put myself in the spaces that make me have those low vibrations or bring me back down to those low vibrations. Yeah. So really it's good to kind of know about the vibrational scale of consciousness because then it brings to the front of your awareness, your actual feelings and your emotions are a big part of manifestation um that's why i say you got to feel to heal and once you're healed then you can really believe that it's possible and then you use your emotions to manifest what you want like you can that's why sex is really good to manifest with because it's like a very emotional experience you know what i'm saying like you whatever is going on in there you're really believing <laughs> it you know what i'm saying it's yeah. an experience that's based off a of mindset as well because if you have a mindset that's like scattered or elsewhere, you're not going to get what you need to get out of that experience, which would be like an orgasm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if you are or if you're totally present in the moment, you're not even thinking about getting the orgasm. It just comes to you. <laughs> it comes to you. <laughs> I wasn't even <laughs> trying to have a pun on words. But yeah, so... Knowing that, you know, the mind, the body, the spirit, it's all connected. So when you're feeling one thing, it's going to start to impact the other thing. And the other thing is going to be a trickle. And the next thing you know, you in a low vibration. So, you know, you got to get your mind right. You're so cool. You're cool. We're cool. Everybody's cool. Hey. Um, I wrote a few notes, I guess, that I just wanted to speak over. Like, one of them is, like, mind over matter. Mm-hmm. You ever hear that saying, and they like, if you if you don't mind, then it don't matter? Yeah. And it's so true. Like, it seems like something that's almost, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, kind of deeper than that. Like, so... Say if one of my friends called me and she's like going through it or whatever, it's like I can either meet her at that vibration of whatever feeling that's not enlightened or, you know, I can have a boundary there and find a way to support her without lowering my vibration. And it's like, not that I don't care about you, friend, but I don't care about you to the point to lower my vibration. So if I don't yeah. mind, if I don't put my mind energy to it, then it's not going to matter to me. It's not going to impact me. It's not going to affect my manifestations. And like people think doing a manifestation is like, oh, doing one spell or just believing something for a long time. But it's like a process of believing it, of thinking about it, of doing it, and then continuing that cycle. Yeah. <laughs> Over and over and over and over and over again. 
And um, it's not always easy. But if you want it bad enough, then you'll do it. And if you don't want it bad enough, then it's probably not for you. And that's okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. That's kind um, of a good thing to talk about or just repeat. It's okay if you realize that you don't really want something. Mm -hmm. I think I've struggled with that over the years. Like, just trying to figure out if I don't want something or if I'm just not doing enough. Yeah. It's this guy I follow on TikTok. I'm sorry, I don't know his name. I don't be knowing none of the TikTokers' name unless they like one of my mutuals, you know? So, yeah. he's like, he looks like this old crazy guy, like Dumbledore vibes, but like not as... I guess big mm -hmm. and he was saying like his his I don't know like his guru quotes is they sound like riddles like you actually have to be here to understand what he's saying and he was like sometimes you got to get where you're going to realize that you don't want to be there to get where you really want to be mm -hmm. and and we should celebrate ourselves for having the courage to even try something to do it to follow it through and then also celebrating ourselves for putting what it is that we want to the forefront and saying I don't want this no more yeah. and you can keep doing something and keep doing something and keep doing something and eventually it's going to make you start to have a bad mindset a negative mindset because on the inside you really know that you don't want this but you're not honoring your feelings you know yeah. what I'm saying and then you'd be like, well, this still hasn't blown up, but I'm so consistent. I'm doing everything. I'm doing all these things. But like, that wasn't the thing though. This yeah. was just the st stepping stool. You know, like when I look back and see the transition of, I guess, my career in podcasting, it's like, okay, I started with just a blog. And then I was like literally going around begging my friends, please be on a podcast with me. Please be on a podcast with me. And then when I finally started doing it, it was like we had a real good thing going. We were super consistent with it, and I really believed in it. I thought that it would grow. Like, I really believed in it. I could see ourselves doing live shows. Like, I was picturing it, you know what I'm saying? I was daydreaming about it, but everybody in the group didn't really want it like me. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, it wasn't going to be this. It was just a stepping stone for me to grow my skills, you know what I mean? For me to yeah. realize what I was capable of. And then once we started doing like, well, first it was four brown chicks and that didn't last long. So we moved into the blank space and we was mm -hmm. doing the blank space. And that was really cool because I really enjoyed doing the blank space. Like it was a good show. We was like, I guess the real, but like more chill and laid back, you know, and more the real, but with real niggas. Yeah. And uh, I feel like more like witchy vibes, you know, like the real is like so corporate to me. Yeah. And I feel like we was just like more of like just, I don't know, relaxed, chill, yeah. like personable. So it was cool. And I really enjoyed doing that. I, I grieved a lot when we stopped doing the blank space. But when I made the decision that I didn't want to be a part of it anymore, First of all, I could feel the energy through other people in the group that they also didn't want to be a part of it, but they wasn't speaking up on it. Mm -hmm. And that was also impacting my energy. And not only do you not feel the energy of what people are doing in the group, it's the amount of work that's being put in. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I spent a lot of time doing stuff. I grew my skills a lot for graphic design doing that. Like I learned a lot through that. And 
now that you know a significant amount of time has passed i'm not sad that we're we stopped doing it i don't feel guilty or bad that we gave up on it because yeah. we did it we just accepted that it was time to move on to something else that was going to help us fulfill our purpose and um you know those still my homegirls for real and i'm always am supporting them and encouraging them to keep going after their dreams the same way if we was working together you know what i'm saying no bad yeah. feelings for real like maybe I was a little bitter at first but now I'm in a different <laughs> space and yeah. just to see like us now working together like it really has paid off you know what I'm saying like from now that I have those graphic design skills it's a lot of things that I could do with our platforms and stuff like that yeah. and the same thing with your skills you know what I'm saying like all the skills that you have learned like from photography from the audio from the video like and you're teaching me stuff so you know, it makes a huge difference of just being yeah. present in whatever you're supposed to be doing. And it's okay if you thought, like, I thought we was going to be a syndicated show one day. And that's okay that we're not going to be a syndicated show. But we did what we needed to do together at that point. We put all the energy that we could at that point to do something so that we could create something better later, even if it's not together. So, you know. Yeah, you got to celebrate yourself for real and know that the universe is not handing out rewards for you finishing something. You think there's going to be a reward if you keep doing the same thing for the next five years and it hasn't been a reward for the last five years. You're kidding uh, yourself. You're not the The universe isn't handing out rewards, whether you choose to stay doing something or choose to stay in a relationship or rather you leave. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's just different paths that you're meant to take in. Every path that you take is going to be something, an experience that you needed to have for personal growth. So, you know, it's true. It's just got to be there. I fuck with it. Yeah. It yeah. smells like really pretty. Thank you. All right. So <clears throat> we're going to move over to our next segment. Reel it in and uh, talk about a, a real genius, you know, a real artist. Yeah. And representing, you know. I like that. Branding. <laughs> <laughs> a real talented young man. Um, controversial. Mm-hmm. But anyways. <clears throat> We're talking about Genius, um, a Kanye trilogy on Netflix that's a documentary about Kanye. I actually started watching it again before we started recording. Um, I had to watch it when I'm not sleepy. <laughs> it's, it's Cootie's voice. It's like... Is it so, like, soothing? It's not that it's soothing, it's... Is it, like, monotone? I don't want to say it. I might meet him one day, and I actually fuck with him. Yeah, I think that he's actually really dope. Yeah. Um, man, there's so many layers to this documentary. We talked about this on the episode before, so I really don't want to touch on the same things. Let's start with Cootie, mm-hmm. because this is why it's so important to have people on your team that, to me, are even at a higher vibration than you are. Mm-hmm. You know what they say, if you hang out with five millionaires, you'll be the six. And mm-hmm. even though, like, Cootie wasn't at his career where he wanted to be yet as far as, like, 
um, a producer or director, he had the vision. And he not only had the vision for himself, but he had the vision for Kanye. Mm -hmm. And this was back when Kanye was not even really rapping yet. He was just a producer. And not to say just a producer, like that's not a thing. I'm saying it in that context because Kanye wanted to be more than a producer. Mm -hmm. um, and he started this documentary so long ago when they was just trying to get on, when they was, he was barely giving out people beats. This was before he even moved to New York. He was in Chicago, mm -hmm. still grinding, like on the underground type scene. And he was able to, to see this vision for what it is now, like bringing it into manifestation of this series on Netflix, which Netflix wasn't even invented then. Do you understand how like we be setting the table for shit? Yeah. Like, and these ingredients ain't never even been heard of. Like, that was so powerful to me because you need people around you who are going to see those qualities within you because sometimes you won't have it in you to see it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's hard. Like, the time Kanye was getting on, and it's like in his heart, he really believed that he was going to be a rapper. He believed that he was going to get signed. And everybody around him was shitting on him. You have yeah. to have that tenacity. You have to have that like self-love to continue to be motivated and inspired to keep going so that your manifestations can come in. Like, I feel like this was the perfect name, like genius. And mm -hmm. then they didn't, they spelled it out like it was um, in a dictionary. You know how they have like the pronunciation of it? Yeah. I forget that what it's called when you look at the real meaning. Is it, it's how, it begins with an E etymology or I don't know this one it's, it basically <laughs> means when you like start finding the root of the meaning of words you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying so like we might be saying stuff and I might say like over there and there has three meanings mm -hmm. or sometimes it might be a definition and we may be using this word but it's not in a correct context of like what it really is and I'm not talking about like no Webster's dictionary definition I'm saying like the literal how it is in, in real life. Yeah. So that was so cool to me. And um, I do believe that he is a genius. I think even though Kanye is so controversial, we need that controversy because that's what expands other people's minds. Yeah. And honestly, the controversy, in my opinion, is more so, it's not that he's, he is saying things that's wrong. People just aren't understanding. Mm -hmm. Like, I think a few months ago, everybody was bringing up that interview he did with, um, who was that interview with? I want to say it was with the nigga, the ball nigga that does radio. Um, is his name Big Boy? Yeah, Big Boy. I believe that's who was interviewing him. Like, a couple months ago, people were bringing up different segment, different parts of that interview, and it was like, y'all didn't understand this when, like, it happened? Like, I completely understood, but everybody was like, of course, at the time, just he's finding crazy. stuff that's wrong with him. Like, why is he saying this? Like, he's so wrong. But it's like, he's always saying things that need to be said. Y'all just don't understand the way that he's saying it. He's actually speaking very plainly. 
And that's this the is problem I'll be having in my life. Yeah. Like I say stuff so plain, but people don't understand what I'm saying. And I don't know another way to say it. You know what it is, is because a lot of people and it may not be like a constant thing, but it just might be like in and out of interactions with other people. We kind of like move through our relationships, through our perception of how we see ourselves or how we see our life. Mm-hmm. So that's how, how we, we try and like perceive stuff or understand stuff. You can really only understand things as much as you are consciously able to do so. Mm-hmm. So to me, with Kanye, a lot of people are just not on his level of conscious awareness. And for me, I wasn't uh, for a long time. I would be like, why? I was the same way. I was like, why do he be saying this stuff? Like, man, I was so blue. I was like, I just can't be a Kanye fan no more. After he said, like, slavery was a choice, like that really fucked me up. And not because I think anybody believes that anybody I know, anybody in my community thinks mm-hmm. that slavery was a choice, but there are other people who are Kanye fans. He has a very heavy white fan base. Mm-hmm. If you've ever been to a Ye concert, it ain't nothing but white people in there for real. Like they show up and show up for Kanye. You want to know who the fuck's buying these expensive ass Yeezys? It's white people. And the thing is, is that you can't say shit like that and not think that you have a certain level of accountability when you know that the wrong group of people is going to get their hands on this information and exploit it mm-hmm. for purposes that it's not used. And what he was really trying to motherfucking say was that, like, the mindset is the slavery, my nigga. They had a mm-hmm. choice to change their mind. Like, Harriet Tubman, she was the one. She was that bitch to be like, slavery's not a choice, actually. I mean, or you know what I mean? The other thing, mm-hmm. like, slavery is a choice, and I'm choosing to get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. And she had to have the mindset to willpower, to believe it, to will it into manifestation, or else we would still be on a plantation right now. We need people like that, that are innovators, that are able to just, like, see what something could be later on in life. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine if we were still drinking out of fucking colored water fountains. Like, that would be crazy. But people just don't be on his level to really understand what he's saying because they be taking it for whatever their current experience is. It's like Mm -hmm. they can only understand up to their conscious conscious level. And it's like if you're if you're not deep enough to have this conversation with me, just say that. And that's the reality of it is that a lot of niggas is real surface level with a life. Yeah. Specifically, the whole tap niggas. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so weird because they pretend to be so deep. They be coming with all the knowledge and all the history and stuff. But it's like, but it sounds good when you say it really fast. But if we really break down what you say and what you mean, mm-hmm. it's not added up. It's so weird, too, because I feel like for some reason our content, our content really does attract a lot of those, especially on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's like always some weird-ass niggas in our comments like, well, actually, I'm a school, you little sis. Like, <laughs> first of all, I'm not your little sis. Secondly, you have no clue what you're talking about. You're not on the level that I am to have a real discussion about this because you're so phased about dumbass shit Mm -hmm. that is not, that really is not mattering in this current reality. Like, stop it. Mm -hmm. Like, what was the episode we were talking about watermelon? And I was like, basically that 
you know, we grew up walking around because we didn't have nothing to eat. And I mean, there was at least two or three comments, all men, where they're like trying to disprove what I'm saying. And it's like, first of all, that was a very small example. And you missed the entire point that I was trying to make. That really wasn't even about watermelon. It was the fact that a lot of stuff is rooted in racism. Mm -hmm. And everything they had to say was like, some shit this is some shit you got off twitter like that you didn't look up because even if what they were saying was true it still was because of what you said it was so weird (laughs) and then it had me so pissed off that i had to fact check for myself so that i could like get off that energy of them trying to disprove what i was saying because a big part of me still has like a lot of ego as far as information is concerned and i'm unlearning that i'm still learning you know like it's like um is it lauren hill who said that like the people who know it's erica badu she said the one the wisest people basically they know that they don't know nothing at all Mm -hmm. so like i'm always open to learn or open to at least hear somebody else's perspective even if it's not my truth and those people like that who just go around trolling looking for comments of things to disagree or disprove people last and it's just Mm -hmm. like there could be more than one truth i'm not saying that Maybe what you're saying is not also true, but you need to get it together. It ain't nothing worse than people who go around on the internet spreading misinformation. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay to look something up and me or see a tweet or a TikTok and be like, damn, this crazy, you know, and it really resonate with you. But like, mm-hmm. go the extra step to fact check and find out if this even real look up some fucking reputable sources first of all who is saying the information that matters is this a reputable source or is this the shade room that's not a reputable source you don't know that this is true right you don't know that okay now what is the context that this is being used in how about that because although one thing may be true and not be true in a different context right and then the third thing is what what credibility do you have? <laughs> yeah, as a consumer, as someone just partaking in what's happening. This shit gets on my nerves. It really do. Is If you want to lower my vibration real fast, spread some misinformation. Because that <laughs> shit gets me more than mad. It gets me mad enough to like respond in a TikTok. Like, that one guy who was saying, you are not your body. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you are right now. Like, sure, you're not going to have this body when you die. But right now, in this reality, this is you. Because you can't say, I'm not my body, so I don't have these illnesses. You can't say, I'm not my body, so the stomach ache doesn't matter. Oh, I'm not my body, so I can do whatever I want with it. That's not true. You're going to be affected by whatever it is that you do to your body. How are you? How's your body not part of you? In this current reality, as a human being, you are definitely your body. This shit made me so mad. And then on top of that is that he was like Indian and he was wearing a turban. So he was really giving that aesthetic that Mm -hmm. people want Mm -hmm. to receive a certain kind of information, which is another thing that pisses me off. Yeah. Um. So the niggas was eating up in the comment. I mean, the, if you go back to the video now, it was probably a billion likes on it. And it's just like, stop spreading misinformation. Just because you're Hindu, that doesn't make you a more 
valid source of this information if you're not actually looking it up like where are you getting this shit from right what books are you reading because i'm a real i'm really gonna read some books and find out some shit i'm not just gonna watch a youtube video and somebody be like this is how it happened i'm gonna find out how it really happened and i'm gonna find out from multiple sources who are experts on the matter like you go around and start believing that you are not your body and see what happens. See how that affects you in real life. Because this is real mm-hmm. life. Like, it's a game, but it's very real. It's, that's the virtual reality. <laughs> it's human, being a human. Like, girl. Yeah. I just want to share, like, one quote that I um, heard yesterday when I was listening to Jay Shetty podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, if y'all want to check out this episode, of course, after you listen to our podcast, because... Finish this episode. Don't play with us. After you listen to us, subscribe, leave a (laughs) review, hit the five stars on Apple Podcasts. (laughs) Real, because um, I love Jay Shetty so much. He's the number one wellness podcast Mm -hmm. in the world. And that's really inspiring to me in a real literal way. Okay. I think we're number one in my hearts. We're number one. But the numbers... We are not even on the scale. I'm just trying to speak it into existence. I hear you, baby. I hear you. We talk about manifesting. You're right. You're right. So, (laughs) top two and is number two. But um, he had Megan Trainer. Y'all know Megan Trainer. She's singing all about that bass, about that bass. No trouble. Never knew who it was. Okay, well, she's a pop star um, who started out as a songwriter. And um, they was just discussing some things, you know, talking. I didn't finish the full interview or whatever. But, like, this right here really hit me. And um, Jay Shetty was saying that your best work will not be the impact that you create, but the impact of others who are inspired by you. Hmm. I feel like it's really motivating for us to have, like, an intentional lifestyle because sometimes we get in our ego, and I feel like our ego is what creates our impact or what we were talking about on the last episode our legacy and it's like okay you've said these things and they got a lot of buzz but what was the impact of those people who heard what you said Mm -hmm. did they go off to find enlightenment for themselves were they inspired to try something new that it motivate them to have more confidence or whatever it is whatever it is that you're doing like if you're a trainer are you motivating your clients to be skinny or are you motivating them to love their self no matter what state of mind they're in? Mm-hmm. So it was like, just using that example as a personal trainer, you might think you're all this hot ass shit cause you got 500 K subscribers and shit, or you got a good running business, but what is truly your impact and your impact? It doesn't stop at, having a successful business or having that large amount of followers, Mm -hmm. what is your followership doing? You know, we see these toxic ass podcasts, like the fucking, all the men. Uh, I'm not going to say all of them because there's a few that are out there spreading a good message is they get overlooked because there's so much attention given to negative people. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's another thing that pisses me off about TikTok. Because why do we see one video of somebody that's like literally trying to instigate or to profit off of black rage, because that's totally a thing right now. Mm -hmm. Like it's actually a whole marketing scandal. Let's get these niggas mad so they can blow up our content. 
And it happens. The content spreads. Everybody's stitching it. Everybody's spreading it out. And it's like all you did was further spread their message. You want to know how to stop the impact of somebody that is spreading anti-wellness? Don't share that shit. Don't even talk about it with your friends. Don't even lower your vibration to stitch it. Like, it's be hard. It'd be hard because sometimes I'd be doing it. I haven't did an angry stitch in a minute. Well, I did one a couple months ago, but it's okay. It's okay. You know, <laughs> that's all I'm really trying to say is, well, it, it matters. Like, yeah. um, whenever you go onto a Jay Shitty video on YouTube, you could go see the comments, and they are so uplifting. It's mm-hmm. like those videos that have different frequencies on it, like mm-hmm. how to manifest love. You go into the comments, and there's five hundred thousand people like. Whoever sees this, I'm hoping that you have the best day ever in your entire life. Or like, you know, just having all this whole big ass fulfilling experience. And like when you're manifesting, it's really important for you to like surround yourself with that. Mm -hmm. So even if you may not have it in your physical reality, like you might not have a friend to go to that's going to uplift you on some positive shit. Girl, you better get out on this internet and fuck with all these people that's on a positive vibration because they're yeah. out there. It's way more people out there that are positive than negative. It's just it gets overlooked because we give mm-hmm. so much attention to negative shit. Yeah. That shit's stupid. It's stupid. Like, once I realized I was doing it, I was like, girl, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You like, were expressing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, but that was definitely something that... Do you have anything else to say about that documentary? I feel like we got completely... (laughs) Um, I mean, I said it before, but the documentary is also just really inspiring. Like, if you want to do anything, it doesn't have to be something in the entertainment or something like that. If you want to be a teacher and... You know, you can do that. Mm-hmm. You can start where you are. I don't know, volunteer with like a boys and girls program or something. Like, just take the steps that you feel led to do to get to where you want to be. Yeah. And if you really believe that shit and you put that work in every day, because that's another thing. You really got to be into it every day. Yeah. In some type of way. Like, even if you're not, like, even if we aren't recording every day, something in our day should be impacting at least the way that we podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And it does. It's just not, a lot of the work for manifestation is not going to be stuff that other people see. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? It's not going to be like, say, if you manifest in love, it ain't always going to be the or say if you already in a in a relationship, but you trying to manifest, you know, that real, real, real shit. It's not always going to be a postable moment to Instagram. It's not always going to be a fucking engagement ring. The real manifestation comes in with your daily habits of what you're doing. So, like, what are you paying attention to love languages? You know what I'm saying? Are you, like, putting in that time? Are you creating those moments for intimacy and stuff like that? Like, that's going to be the real meat and potatoes of manifestation of how you're creating your reality it has less to do with sharing with other people your experience 
and how yeah. it happened. You know what I mean? Because yeah. everybody be leaving out all the other shit, you know? Yeah. I feel like um, one thing that really resonated with me with the documentary is just going through and um, noticing the people that Kanye give credit to for his success. Mm-hmm. I feel like first he always gives God credit because how could you not? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Once you get to a certain space, once you get to a certain, I guess, level in your career, whether it is successful in a monetary way or not, you start to look back and be so grateful for everything that you've been through that brought you to those moments. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that only brings you closer to God. But then he also gives a lot of credit to his mom, which was his like his main motivation to keep going. She was always so supportive of him. Literally his teacher. Yeah. And um, although we said like that can't be your legacy. Oh, my son got on as a rapper. Her legacy wasn't in Kanye becoming a rapper. Her legacy was instilling those very although it seems like small qualities of him that created the version of him that was going to be able to do those things you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying like that to me is what matters about parents like what am i doing on a daily basis with my kids that's gonna uplift them to become whatever it is that they want to be and that's really important but the last thing i feel like he gave himself credit to a lot is himself and i know that a lot of people accuse him of being a narc but that's really important is taking those moments to celebrate yourself to say look how far i come look what i accomplished look what i didn't accomplish but i chose to keep going instead you know look what i didn't give up on and that's really important with manifestation is having those moments with yourself and honoring yourself because girl you did what you had to do like for real and um you deserve all the praise you deserve all the respect you deserve all the money and if you can't see it yet in your physical reality, don't give up. Yeah. Don't give up. Because sometimes abundance be coming to our life in different ways. Like, you might not be making the money that you want to make, but what else about your life is so good? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we can move on to the next segment, uh, which is Mental Health Matters. <laughs> <laughs> we can kind of slide through Mental Health Matters quickly because we kind of like already intertwined a lot of these things into our conversation um the things that i wanted to touch on was healing um okay so when you're healing that shit's not easy your mental health is gonna take a a little bloop it's gonna be like a roller coaster ever bought this um picture home yesterday i put it on the refrigerator did you look at it yeah it was a roller coaster and it says sometimes life has ups and downs don't give up yeah yeah and it was a roller coaster and i feel like that is like what your healing journey is gonna look like you know sometimes you're gonna be at the highest vibration you're gonna feel so good like you overcome so much but in the very next moment you know you could be triggered by something and it could really bring you down to a dark place and those dark places are necessary because that's where we heal Mm -hmm. So it's very important to allow yourself to go through the motions and understand that it's okay Mm -hmm. to be where you are. And that although the amount of times, probably I don't know any human that had a lot of bad shit happen to them at any given time, but you always came through it. And you might not be having the life that you dream of yet, but you definitely ain't where you used to be. You're definitely not in those last five circumstances that you found yourself in. Like That's a fact. Um... I laugh so much because my friend Rose, she always says, 
the what she say, baby? The about the um the testimony. <laughs> she be like, the testimony oh. is gonna be so good, <laughs> and it's like it be pissing me off when I'm really like when I was me and Cherry was really going through, it and she's like. Oh, sis, your testimony is going to be so good. Like, your testimony is going to be so good. And it's just like... A good part of your story. Because apparently niggas live to hear when you was down and out or whatever, you know, but... It's not that they... Well, at least for me, it's not (laughs) that I want to hear somebody being down and out, but it's inspiring to hear that they made it out of that. Mm -hmm. I feel like... I don't know. I just be in this delusional space where I feel like in some sense, bad stuff shouldn't happen to happen to people. But I know that in those moments is where we actually grow. You Mm -hmm. know, it's like just really difficult to remember that when it's happening, which brings me to the next point that I want to talk about is just being grounded. Mm -hmm. What does it mean for you to be grounded? Like, how does that impact your manifestations? Being grounded for me is being grateful mm-hmm. because no matter what's going on, if I take a moment and just be grateful for where I am, then I can be like, okay, let's do this. Yeah. I love that. Gratitude is part of my everyday spiritual practice and like my life changed when I started just every day waking up and saying the things that I was grateful for, you know, it is huge. Like just having that moment to say, okay, I think, um, I ground myself when, whenever I can find peace and whatever's happening and it's just like, okay, all this stuff is going on, going on, going on. But if I'm just accepting first, girl, you did this. You are the reason all this is happening. And sometimes that sucks because you don't want to be the bad guy in your own story. Mm-hmm. And it's easier to blame other people or our external circumstances. But because we are constantly creating our reality, when we end up in a bad situation, we chose, we attracted certain situations. And although it was for a learning purpose and you can't control what other people do, there's some accountability that needs to be taken to say that I did put myself in this situation. Not all mm-hmm. of it. And don't harp on it. Don't be guilty and shit. But just yeah. like, just having that moment. And that brings peace in my life to say, well, shit, it was me. Okay, so now what can I do differently? Or just having peace, like, one thing for me is my Crohn's. That lowers my vibration a lot when I'm sick because I just wish I don't have it. Yeah. And I have to you know, ground myself and accept, have acceptance that girl, this shit ain't going nowhere. Like this is a lifelong thing. And the best thing that I can do is be intentional with my lifestyle so that I'm not getting as sick as often or whatever, you Mm know? Yeah. So we all be having stuff. It's just like, depending on what it is. Yeah. I think the last thing I want to talk about, um, as it relates to our mental health is really just being able to release the things that's not meant for you anymore, Mm -hmm. which we kind of already talked about, like what I said about, you know, my journey in podcasting and stuff, but like, I like to think about my energy, like if I was holding it in my hands, if I could hold all my energy and it was just here in my hands in a giant bubble and all day I'm basically just stifling out my energy towards little things, whether Mm -hmm. it's the kids, whether it's you, whether it's the podcast or even just scrolling endlessly on TikTok. 
all of that is like where it is that I'm putting my energy. And then my energy is also being consumed by all the things that I'm energetically holding on to it, whether it be some type of emotional baggage, whether it be um, experiences that I had that I haven't yet processed or grieved through, whether it be um, people that I'm in relationship with that are bringing me down, mm-hmm. or at the very least, I'm bringing myself down around them. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not able to have boundaries and stuff like that. Once you release that, like you start to fill up space. So it's like, I still have this large bubble of my energy, but now I created space inside for more to come in. And that might be your actual manifestation coming into physical reality. That might be attracting the people that are really meant for you. You know what I'm saying? That might be attracting a new job. Like sometimes you got to let some shit go. Like even us choosing to move here. Like, you know what I mean? We had to Mm -hmm. release that experience or the expectations we thought we was going to have about our life in Virginia so that we could start something new here. And it was worth it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just playing. We were talking online about that. (laughs) Totally worth it. I'm just, I'm still grieving. It's okay. I mean, you're entitled to your feelings and I'm really proud of you for, you know, going through that and also not bringing me down with you. Yeah. Because um, I was bringing everybody down. (laughs) That's okay. We made it. (laughs) Did we? Did we? I mean, you're still grieving. That has nothing to do with your feelings that has to do with my whole I spent my whole life in Virginia like and I love the 757 Mm -hmm. so I'm just dealing with not being somewhere that I love you know Mm -hmm. yeah but you don't think it was worth it who literally said that who said that Okay, you didn't say it, but you said, mm-hmm. And then I said, I'm just playing. Okay. You know when people just be playing y'all and it be like, for real? Like, if a I little bit of it be true? If I didn't think it was worth it, I don't think I would be able to have a good day here. Like, Damn. every day would be trash if I really thought it wasn't worth it. Okay. Well, cheers <laughs> to good days ahead. Good days are already happening, baby. So what are you making time for this week? Not joking about whether or not it was worth it. Um, I don't know, because it's a lot of back and forth going on in my mind right now about Mm. just decisions on like what to do next. I don't know. Can I read something else to you? I, I just yeah. I just I just read this. Of course, my computer turned off. I just read this. Um, fuck my life. I just read this. Um, one of the readings that I did. I don't know, I'm have to open up my email because once again, this is another lesson that I had about letting things go so that you can receive more. And um, it's because my storage is so full on my phone that I had to keep deleting stuff just so that I can continue recording. And it was very fucking frustrating and annoying to me. Like, very, very. You gotta... That's one thing I... 
I don't think that I've ever really had a problem with it. Like, just keeping the memories in your head. Like, it's okay to, it's okay that you don't have uh, the picture of you in the bathing suit last summer, you know? Mm. Like, it's not okay for me. It is okay. It happened. You had a great time. And you'll always remember that great time. That's something you can always go back to, you know? I hear you. But you know what? My memory's so bad, I really don't picture. be remembering stuff. Like, I was on the phone with somebody. Oh, yeah, I was on the phone with Stevie yesterday. And she was like, you taught me how to make um, homemade Alfredo. And I was like, I did? And she told me a whole thing. We was on the phone. I was telling her exactly what to do and everything. And I literally have no recollection of this. And it just happened last year. So I understand what you're saying. But for somebody like me, whose memory is literally dwindling by the second. First of all, stop saying stuff like that. <laughs> I hear what you're saying, but this is my actual reality, and that's why I'm saying that. But also, manifestation, I hear what you're saying. You're I speaking it further into existence. making sure that it's a part of your reality. Bye. Okay, maybe I'm getting off on being a memory loss girl. I don't know. <laughs> but anywho, so I don't know if you guys know who Edgar Case is, but he's basically a psychic um, who created this whole, it's called like an MRE in Virginia Beach. And they teach, like, massage there. It's, like, all kind of cool shit. But he's no longer living because he was old as fuck. But he did, every day he did these different readings and they documented them. So, like, when you're part of the organization, they'll send you these um, messages that was part of his readings that he did every day. So, um, as we're recording this, it's September 1st. So, it's the first of the month. Hey. Um, Rindu. It says, each day is an opportunity. As you do the first step, the next step is shown to you. And this is something I was saying in the reading. Is It'll be interesting to see if you watch it in like what pile that you end up picking. But um, for real though, sometimes it's like what I was saying about that five-year plan. We'd be so focused on the big picture that we're not realizing that all you have to do is do that one thing. And trust me, your universe, the universe, your spirit team, they're going to be waiting to guide you and, and show you the next thing. You don't have to have it figured all out. You just have to make that one decision for this one moment right now. Don't let yourself be overwhelmed with anxiety over a bunch of shit that you ultimately ain't going to be able to control down the line anyways. And focus on the stuff that you can control. What do you want right now? And that all that matters is right now, because like we just talked about is you're just being prepared. So you can't focus on what you're doing right now and how it's going to impact you 20 years down the line. Not for real, because anything could happen within those 20 years that will change the whole trajectory of your life. So what do you want right now? Make the decision based off of that. And then trust me, the next thing that open opportunity that is opened up to you will be in alignment with what you want. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing about manifestation is you have to be clear. Like I didn't say that is that you really want to be clear with what you want for a long time. I, I used to manifest stuff instantly. I used to. And but then when I started working on all these different projects, it was like um, I was spreading my energy into so many different things. Like, I want this. I want this. I want that. And the universe was confused as fuck. Like, OK, bitch. 
what do you really want? You know? And yeah. I feel like that one movie, he's like, what do you want? What do you want? It's the notebook. And she's like, it's not that simple. <laughs> but, like, that's where your spirit team be like, it is that simple. Just choose one thing, okay? Whatever path that you're going on right now, you're meant to go on. And we'll we'll show you what's next. We'll see what's about to happen next, okay? Okay? Literally. Oh, my God. I remember we used to say that, like, every day on the uh, blank space. Like, every episode we would say that. But for real. Um. So, what am I making time for this week? Yeah, what you make time for? So, having this conversation and even thinking about what we was going to talk about, I really want to make time for my spiritual practice, my rituals, because... Really, since we moved out the apartment, I haven't had no type of rituals. Like, and I think this is why it really impacted me and trickled down to like, am I being consistent with my projects or, you know, like, is my energy low? It's like, I really need to get back into the, to the practice of, of having my daily rituals for real. Okay. Do your rituals, girl. Ritual it out. I'll be there supporting you. (laughs) I'll light a candle. Turn out the lights. <laughs> Without further ado, I've, I've got, got time. time. <laughs>